your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah. Kind of going back to the, does this sort of make your team hungrier or make them better sort of thing? And I'm curious about other teams as well in the NHL, like Edmonton, like who just is, I, I don't understand what they're doing still. Like their mm-hmm. offseason was just very weird to me um, with certain, some of the moves they made. But like, and we spoke about this on an episode of Locked on NHL, how with with Gretzky leaving and and there was a lot of criticism or kind of mixed criticism is the lack of success in Edmonton. Is that more so on the organization as a whole? not being able to really bring in any of the players and surround Dreisaitl and, and McDavid with supporting players? Or is it McDavid not being really – because he's known for not really being vocal. He's more of a do-as-I-do kind of guy and not do-as-I-say. Right. Um, so I, I, I'm curious what that's going to happen because I think they had a decent – other than I believe um, uh, well, passing on Wallstadt because that was the pick I wanted them to make and a lot of people to make. And I think they ended up trading down uh, yeah. in the draft for that. Uh, what what happens next? Because you got to feel with like Edmonton and, and especially a team like Colorado, like when, when, what is the point to when you say, we got to blow this up and start from scratch? I don't know. It, it seems, you know, the avalanche have, have figured out, uh, yeah, we need, depth to to win they, they tried it with a top heavy line and top heavy team didn't work so you know joe sakic really did his due diligence and found guys to to play depth roles yeah. and it seems like edmonton i don't know if they're even trying that i think they're just trying to plug guys in and see what works uh and 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 while you know that contract that mcdavid's got is is a a problem i'm sorry like he's making a ton of money and he deserves it but um it's at the cost of signing other guys signing depth guys and you know you you just remove he's making 12 flat is that what he's making i thought he was making 11 and a half you could be right with 12 Mm, i don't think i think it's definitely 12 but i didn't know if it was uh 12 and a half let me see but yeah it's, it's 12 and a half it's 12 and a half that's wild like you know what i, I mean I, like i get it like that's a great deal obviously like as from a personal standpoint you know if that was handed to me a hundred times i would say yes a hundred times yeah but you're the captain of the team you are the face of the franchise you the expectations are astronomical in edmonton and you're expected to lead by example. Uh, and I feel like, and kind of bringing it back to, to soccer just quickly, you're seeing with Barcelona, they're, they're like a billion dollars in debt right now. And a lot of the, leaders, I saw a headline about that. A lot of the players on a lot of the players on the team. And that's why they couldn't bring back Messi. Um, a lot of players on the team are taking pay cuts so they could bring in guys so they could be competitive. And I don't, understand if that's the case and it clearly is like it's not something that like is is a mystery to people you know to to all of us who 
it's our job to follow hockey. We know what the issue is. Does are you Edmonton or maybe they've had the conversations? I, I I feel like if Edmonton went to McDavid and said, "We need you to take a pay cut. We need to restructure your contract, or we need to do something because we can't, we can't, can. we can't, we can't." Because yeah, there might be something with the players' union that I'm not aware of right now that doesn't allow them to, but. There, I feel like there has to be something done because if you're McDavid or at least let it be known, if I could, I would take less money. And and I don't know if that's yeah. maybe – or maybe he hasn't. Maybe it's just because, listen, let's face it, hockey contracts are not even close to as lucrative as other sports. I mean, yeah, guys in the NHL, the superstars, like you said, McDavid, $12 million, that's like nothing in <clears> – <throat> in the NBA or the NFL and the MLB. Uh, I look at these, these uh, NBA contracts and I'm like, where did the NBA get this money? TV, I mean, man, yeah, Chris Paul, uh, I, I saw after the, the final turn or, or whatever, not turned down. I don't know the terminology that they use, but like he had one more year left at $44 million. Yeah, it, was a, it was a player option to where he could a player option. Up, yeah. He turned down the player option. Like that's a life goal for me, dude, <laughs> to say no to $44 million. It, yeah. I was going to say, is it, is it like a life goal to be in the situation to where someone calls you up and is like, do you want to pick this up? It's $44 million. <laughs> and and you say it, no. Or is it? Yeah. It's no, I'm good. <laughs> Like I got that locked on avalanche money. I don't need that. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, that's no, insane. But it's like, and that's a funny thing that I always kind of think about, especially with when it's like this with the news, especially like major league baseball, the contracts are like disgusting. Uh, I don't understand yeah. like how someone can be worth like 300, 400 million dollars. Um, well, who and, signed an NBA? Who signed a, f- uh, uh, Luka, Luca just signed Steph for like two hundred million too. Well, Steph Curry signed for for four years, over two hundred million dollars. So yeah. he's making he, it, it, it's like fifty four million dollars a year. He's making. I think, I think Giannis like, signed for like two fifty at one point, but that's but for the NHL, like the, the, those contracts are, are guaranteed. Like he can't. Yeah. Like like McDavid can't renegotiate, or the Oilers can't. Oilers can't renegotiate with him. Like that is set in stone. They're, they're gonna unless they want to buy him out, then they have to go through that whole thing of paying him half, oh or whatever God, it is. For it, it's a nightmare. So no, that that's what he's gonna make until that contract is up. Right. So if let's say the NHL made as much money as Major League Baseball, no salary okay. cap, no nothing, TV yeah. rights, all that. What is Connor McDavid's contract? Uh Wow. So I'm like saying, no salary cap? I yeah, like no salary cap. I'm Just, saying I'm gonna start off by saying three fifty over nine or ten, just to round it out to a nice Just say ten. So it'd be like thirty five million dollars a year. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and that that's up there with you know, some of the best quarterbacks if you want to go to the NFL. Yeah. You know, and some of the best quarterbacks making thirty, thirty five. Uh then someone just signed for almost forty. Uh, I know. So I, I, Mahomes just signed like a huge deal not too long ago. I don't know if yeah, his is massive. So I I would look at that uh, and kind of say like you know the the one of the most important positions in sports 
uh, yeah. you know, quarterback position. What are those guys making? They're in that realm. Uh, who who's the highest paid player in baseball right now? Is it? Uh, is it uh, it's, it's weird because Trout makes the Trout. most money, like as an overall salary, but Arenado makes the most per year. But they're it's weird because just how they're okay. structured. Yeah. Okay. Uh, holy crap. Yeah. Uh, Mike Trout, twelve years, four hundred and twenty-six million dollars. So his base out is thirty-six million in twenty twenty thirty-four. Okay, so it goes up. I see. Um, so for twelve years, all right. Yeah, I mean, for someone like Mick David, he'd be he'd be in that realm, thirty-five, yeah. forty million a year, I'd say. All right, let's take a quick break to hear from betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and NFL is right around the corner, and you can track all of that action at BetOnline. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, football, and UFC and MMA. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline.com on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the greatest sporting news, sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep and make their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. And when you do, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. So bet online, your online sportsbook experts. That's you know? and plus we're not even getting into bonuses and incentives. Right, right. Is like <clears throat> here. Let me. I'll ask you this. I'll give you a little trivia question right here. Okay. <clears throat> as far as teams go in the in the NHL, and this is coming from bookies.com, they they have this formula where they can predict um, over the next five years who will be the most lucrative and they go through all 30. Well, they don't, they're not including the Kraken. So 31 teams. So who do you think is the, the richest NHL team in five years? And who do you think is the least lucrative team in the NHL in five years? Ooh. Now I'm going to ask one hint. Is it, okay. are they obvious? Because I have a feeling I know who's going to be the least lucrative. I think. Um, so, so the 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 richest should be obvious. It's an original six. Yes. Um, which I, I want to get into that soon because I know you have you have oh, thoughts. Oh, you have thoughts. Oh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I I guess it's the Rangers. I guess that's the obvious one. It's close. It's close. They're they're number two. Blackhawks. They're number two. They're number five. Is it Canadians? It's the Canadians. I thought, you know what's funny? I thought it it wouldn't be them just because the taxes are so high in Canada. And that's why, if you remember, Yager, when when he was still playing in the NHL, there was talk he was, Montreal was trying to get him to come play and he wouldn't go sign up there because the taxes were too much. Mm. Um. Yeah, and, and that's why a lot know, of they, players don't really, you know, in free agency, don't really go up to Canada. Yeah. Um, but well, as in, for in, the least profitable, I would say well, Vegas. in tw- so 
You nailed that, dude. Wow. I am surprised. I well, asked how- Kyle that question. <laughs> and 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 he like he was all over the, he was close. I mean he had the teams that were like on the bottom half or bottom third, but uh he wasn't thinking Vegas, neither was I. His first guess was my first guess, which was Arizona, and Arizona's well, second to last. I would just I, I feel like it's a lot more obvious <clears> than people think, just because I mean, granted, you and I are I think we're probably the number one Vegas bashers in the entire network <laughs> oh, because we 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 constantly trash their salary cap. So, you know, they're they're they it, it's another thing where like Tampa wasn't preparing for this because they just weren't, you know, thinking that there was gonna be a world pandemic. But you have Vegas who A are probably are they going into their fifth year in the league? Fifth, third, fourth? Um going into their fifth, I believe. Yeah. And going into the so, you know, it takes five years to generate the amount of revenue to kind of for the owner at least to keep to kind of get leveled because remember he's paying X amount of dollars just to get the team into the league. Right. Uh, and there's going to be cuts all around. And then you're dishing at, you're literally living on the fence of the salary cap year to year. And I, I mean the whole Petrangelo, it's a great, it's a great, it was a great signing. It ended up, I didn't think he was actually going to play as well, but, and you saw it. They, then again, Vegas is like very cutthroat with the way they do things, getting away a flurry the way they did. And they've, they've done it with other players mm-hmm. as well. But I figured it was just them because it's yeah, the, the fans there are great, but at the same time, they, they spend more money than what they really have. And I feel like eventually that's gonna be an issue for them. I feel like we're gonna see kind of like a I, I don't know if this is an actual thing, but I'm not gonna say they're gonna get moved, but there's gonna be a situation where they're gonna ask the NHL for some reprieve with possible maybe revenue sharing. Or something, yeah, or because and they, they got nothing out of the Kraken joining, yeah. Um, and so according to this, well, first of all, the the difference between the Canadians and Rangers is like two million dollars in in twenty twenty five. So they're they're you know one in one a, um, and then yeah, so Vegas was for this year was. Uh, like 141 million dollars in revenue, which for this year is still towards the bottom, uh, third I would say. But it goes down every year for the next for the next four years. And in 2025, they estimate their revenue will be 89 million dollars, and that is the only team that is lower than 100 million dollars in revenue. Wow! So they have them just tailing off they did 167 in 2019 they don't have 2020 on here because that was kind of a bust yeah uh and 141 so it's starting to go down already and uh that's pretty crazy yeah it's insane to think about that stuff and yeah hopefully you don't see the kraken and it kind of seems like they're they're following what i'm kind of going to throw at you but it seems like they're kind of playing the conservative and they're seeing what Vegas is doing. And they're like, let's, let's make some money first and yeah. have like, let, let's teeter on mediocre to competitive and, and just make money. And then we could and, and pay our debts and then go ahead and, and kind of be the money team. Uh, I was really going to say, you know, I was kind of leaning 
towards Arizona just because they're a hot mess all the time. Yeah. They're just they're yeah. just that friend that shows up to the party saying, "I'm just gonna have one drink tonight," and then you find them face down outside <laughs> of the lawn at at like at, at three a.m. Uh, yeah, it, it's. It, it's just I don't know. I don't know what the league would do about that because it feels like they're. I mean, then again, they have all these draft picks stacking up. Unless they're they're thinking that they're going to end up losing more because of certain things that might be going on behind closed doors. But um, it's wild. Like I, I would hope that eventually. I don't see it anytime soon. Who knows? Maybe with ESPN. But hopefully, the league gets to a point to where we could talk about teams making a boatload of money to where I would love to live in a world one day. I don't know how maybe the pandemic kind of set things back, but I would love to be live in a world where the NHL salary cap is a hundred million dollars. Be nice. I, yeah. I don't know when that's going to happen. And I think that's when the emergence of super teams will happen unless players salaries just keep getting inflated because of that. This episode is brought to you by built bar. It's a, best tasting protein bar on the market. And did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. And when you talk to Built Bar fans, they all have their flavor of choice. And you can pick yours between flavors such as coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, including the always famous limited edition flavors. So if you haven't tried them, you can get a mixed box where you can get two of each of nine flavors. And not only are the Built Bar flavors best tasting, but they are healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180. Only four or five grams of sugar. Only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off of your orders. Promo code, once again, is LOCKED15, and that's at BuiltBar.com. Yeah. No, in the NBA, <clears throat> they were struggling a little while ago. Yeah. Wasn't always his way for the NBA. So, you know, they got a different, you know, got a new uh, TV contract, with help, which helped. And maybe this is the start of that for the NHL and, and signing on with ESPN as much as I despise ESPN. They are a vehicle. You can't deny it. Um, I'm going to hate how they cover it, but uh, it will be, it can reach more eyes when you're on a network like ESPN as, as much as, you know. Yeah, uh, they have the resources. Yeah, yeah, they have the resources. And I jokingly tweeted a couple of weeks because right now the expectations are very low. Um, I, I jokingly tweeted a week or so ago about how for the, I was watching sports center and they show all the highlights in the opening intro and literally hockey was in there for like you know i tweeted and said like a second and a half i'd probably say it was probably two seconds still it's like and it was funny because it was it was like lebron james Giannis, pat mahomes uh i don't remember who the baseball player was probably ronald let me, and let me guess who the hockey player was <clears throat> uh probably ovechkin no it was not. It was Blake Coleman's goal in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year, in which he like, oh my god threw it in, and that was yeah. I believe it was the one against the Islanders. And oh wow! Yeah, I was surprised. I I didn't think I I would assume it was going to be Crosby because I remember yeah it was either Crosby or Ovechkin. Yeah, those are my and, guesses. Um, or maybe Connor McDavid because Stephen A. Smith loves Connor McDavid. 
Jonathan again. I'm sure if they met at a party, he would have no idea who he was. No. Uh, but I'm 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 excited of who they're bringing along. They even have Gretzky kind of. Uh, well, no, they don't have Gret. They have Gretzky on TBS or TNT. But they're gonna have uh, yeah. they're gonna have Messier as an analyst, and Messier yeah. is incredible. Uh, I, I've never heard him as an analyst actually. He, I, I've seen stuff of him, and and if anybody wants to take a good listen, uh, a couple of years ago, or a year, probably I would say two years ago, Wayne Gretzky did this little podcast. I want to say it was a five part show, and I don't remember what it was called. I'm sure you could look it up, but it was basically discussing winning attitudes, just looking into how you approach a game, training, kind of like a winner's mentality. And he had Messier on, of course. Uh, he had Marty St. Louis on at one point. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was fantastic. And the way Messier talks, and I feel like when they incorporate him, it's not going to be so much the hot, like the, the X's and O's and how this guy skated there. I think they brought in Messier just because he's going to be able to tell you what the guy was thinking and not so much what should have yeah. been done in the situation. It's like a Tony Romo. Exactly. And I think... <laughs> Which is going to be fantastic, um, but and and you also have other guys there and, and women as well, Emily Kaplan and 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 yeah, uh, Greg Wyshynski, who I've had on my show, who was fantastic, um, and, and it's going to be interesting how they do it as long as they don't treat it like a pet project. I think they should be fine now. I wouldn't be surprised if we're in the middle of a big time game, you know, Leafs, Oilers or whatever, it's overtime and we stop to talk about Tim Tebow. <laughs> or, or LeBron James went down a water slide. <laughs> did you Did you see those blocks? Those Tim Tebow blocks? It was terrible. It was terrible. Did you see them? Oh, I saw like, one of them where he just – it looked like he was trying to dive underneath the defensive lineman on the edge rusher. Oh, my God. I, I yeah. just – And then he got up and he kind of was like spinning when he got up and he just hit the first person that he saw, which happened to be his teammate. I I, uh, I saw I saw a caption. It was like Tim, D- Tim Debo looks like he is a former quarterback who went to – play baseball who went to play tight end it's like yep that's exactly how he, he looks right now he looks like someone who was cast in a movie and just didn't rehearse and so they remember their lines from the previous movie they're in and <laughs> just go with that they're just in a different <laughs> mo- he's just playing a different game than everybody else on the on the on the field oh, man. i don't understand it because he is fantastic on college game day yeah, I've, I've seen him on, on game day, and, and I think he's good for what he's doing. Like, they're not relying on him to be no. there for, like, the duration of college game day. He's just there. You know, it seems like they throw him in every once in a while, and he, he does have yeah. – I mean, he knows the game. Let's get yeah, real. Like, he, he knows how to play. He, he knows the game. Um, it's like kind of like Billy Bean. Like, just couldn't play baseball, but he's he's a great GM and, and owner. Uh, I'm not saying Tebow is going to be a, a, an owner, but he, you know he knows the ins and outs of the game. So, and even with Romo, you know what I mean? Like Romo, Romo was—he's great. He's great. I think he's great. 
Um, and and I didn't think he was all that great of a quarterback. Like you know, no, he, not he, at all. he was serviceable, and he and he won you some games, and he had some hot streaks. But um, I guess he's up for like Hall of Fame next year, and people are which like, is, thinking, I mean, which, "Come on, come on." Which is like, I'm going to use our hockey platform to tell everyone right now: Tony Romo is yeah. not a Hall no. of Famer. <laughs> no, if Tony no. Romo goes in, then Eli Manning should be in. I'm I'm saying that right now. Oh, I think Eli Manning will probably get in just based on you know I, uh, stats listen, and, and listen, Super Bowls and stuff. Listen, I'm a Giant fan, and I think that if the Giants don't play defense the way they did, they don't win either of those Super Bowls. Yeah, that's true. Because that's they're true. like that Tyree throw, probably the luckiest Crazy. throw. Like, oh yeah, nine times out of ten, especially those first couple of years in his in his career, especially that season, Eli either either gets that picked off or throws that with his left hand. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 it's one of. The, I'm not taking anything away from him. He still had to to, to throw the the subsequent touchdown to Plaxico Burris, and then do everything after that to keep the game in. But I mean, he also almost threw like three interceptions on that drive alone. Uh, <laughs> Did he? I don't, I don't remember the there specific. There was one. Thing. There was one that I still because what I do is <clears throat> I. When the Super Bowl always comes around every year, I watch like the, the little marathon. They have the highlights on the NFL yes. every year. Yeah. And man. I always, I always, and I still do this, I still record the two Giants Super Bowls, all of them actually, uh, especially yeah. those two ones, because obviously the, I was alive for those ones. So they mean more <laughs> to me. And there was one play, I believe it was two or three plays before that. So you had the. You had the Amani Toomer throw on the previous play before, I believe, or play or two before the Tyree throw where he caught it along the sidelines. But okay. that Manning threw a ball. I don't remember who he was throwing to, but Asante Samuel was right there and he intercepted it. The only thing was he he landed out of bounds. You know, he... he okay. There's probably like a minute See, and the a stuff half, like but, that I don't remember, right? I, I mean, that was just like... It, it was like you're and I'm gonna quote my father. It's like you're puking blood at that moment. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's 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 yeah. I mean, well, we could talk. You could talk about that about hockey too. Like, I mean, there's there's there was games this year, and I'm sure you could say this too with Grubauer or whomever you had in that. There was games where if Vasilevsky doesn't move an inch and a half to his left or his right or. Goes down into the butterfly. That's a yeah. goal, and the, the whole trajectory of the playoffs is completely changed. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, without a doubt. Um, but what? You, oh, you were talking about. Um, we got on that tangent because you mentioned ESPN yeah. cutting to Tim Tebow. So we were like, talking about revenue, and, and yeah. We, well, but but you know, talking about ESPN, like mm-hmm. you will see that. Like yeah. that's not out of the realm of possibility. No, not that, at all. And especially on on night one, you know, day one yeah. of hockey, and you know, ESPN will build it up. They're very good at doing that, and they will, uh, you know, in in their pregame, you know, let's see what LeBron tweeted about, you know, the NHL coming back to ESPN. It's gonna happen, and that's the crap that I hate. I know there's an audience for it. I'm I'm not trying to say it doesn't work. It works for them. Um, but they they uh, they play to you know more of the youth yeah. uh, demographic 
And what does the youth want? They want individuals. They yeah. want, you know, they want the individual superstar. They don't care about the team. Uh, it's just what yeah, did that they, super and, and, and look at how ESPN uh, sh- on SportsCenter, look at how they show their highlights. Yeah, it is not. Uh, if you haven't seen the game, yeah, it's not like uh, an, an exciting experience to to view this game that you haven't watched and don't know the outcome. And they're showing you like a final buzzer beater shot. Yeah. It's just here's all the LeBron highlights. And then, oh, by the way, uh, here's the score on the bottom. And you don't know yeah. how the game ended. You don't know if anything big happened. It's but we got our superstars in. And that's my fear for hockey but the here's the but here's the big thing about like is that what hockey needs does hockey need that does hockey need to promote their superstars better and that's what espn does great yeah i would have to agree um i i think yeah we're gonna get steph curry wearing a sharks jersey right you know, we're, we're gonna get we're, we're gonna get um Tom Brady wearing a lightning jersey. You know, we're going to get all that stuff. We're going to get LeBron um, wearing a Kings jersey or or making a fool of himself at a Kings game in the box with Snoop Dogg. Uh, we're going to get yeah. stuff like that because, you know, for all the NHL people who play NHL, the game, we know we got Snoop Dogg as a commentator in the game. It's exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to get – we're going to and it's – yeah, it's going to be frustrating to, to the hardcore people like you and I who – I just want to watch the game. Like I, right. the last thing. I mean, it, it would probably be cool for you. Like you would love to see Trevor Story do something stupid at a at an Avalanche game. Um. <laughs> yeah, I see, like it depends on what it is. Like all, like these uh, d- during like the Islanders playoff games and stuff like that. Like the all Jets, these like yeah. new, yeah, just like chugging beers and stuff like that. That does nothing for me. Wilson, I, I just think you look like an idiot. Year. Yeah, you just look uh, like an idiot. I mean, and especially the one guy doing it, like right next to his daughter. I'm like, no, man. Well, uh, you know, I'm sorry. That. I mean, every I'm sure I can't even think of it off the top of my head, but every sports had to do something. I, I, I would you even call it demeaning to kind of promote their sport? I mean, I, I can't think of really anything with baseball and football as much, but there mm-hmm. are moments in time that stick out to where negative or positive they did they did you know they promoted the sport like one thing that comes to mind is the game in philly on christmas where fans threw snowballs at santa claus yeah uh stuff like that you know i'm sure there was tons of people that became fans just because of that or you know just because of how certain players are portrayed uh you know like i know a handful of people that became Giants fans just because of what Lawrence Taylor did off the field just of who he was off the field regardless of what you think of his lifestyle off the field and you know out of a jersey but you know there and that kind of goes with media too like we're gonna have he was awesome on uh, Tecmo Super Bowl too (laughs) or I think it was just Tecmo Bowl I don't think it was Tecmo Super Bowl yet that's that's way up that's a little bit ahead of my time is it real oh man am I dating this come on I I started playing games probably I want to say probably the the game I played that I remember like obviously there was Super Mario. Go abs go.